It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. One of our best soldiers the United States has ever had on the phone with you. Absolutely, we do. We have our dear friend, General Jack Keene, of course, retired Army four-star general, former vice chief of staff of the U.S. Army, and, of course, the great Presidential Medal of Freedom recipient. And, of course, the chairman of the Institute of the Study of War, Uh, Jack Keene, you know we love you, my friend. Um, I'm so happy to have you here, especially on on such an important day. Yesterday, and everybody's talking about it today, that huge emotional hearing on Capitol Hill uh, where they were talking about all the weaponry left behind, all the allies left behind in Afghanistan after our dismal withdrawal. And, um, you know, I want to get um, right to it. We had Nicole Maliotakis, the congresswoman, on earlier today, uh, just a few minutes ago, Jack. And she basically said, she repeated, this guy who was testifying yesterday, this is the guy who was at the, the Abbey Marine. Gate, the, the Marine. Marine. And the Marine said that he wanted to take the shot. He, uh, he was a sniper. And he was told by military leadership, don't take the shot on the bomber. Um, that And that came out yesterday. That was a lot of head. Explain how that could happen and and how the chain of command how that works. Yeah, I don't have a I don't have an answer for something like that. I, everybody knew it was a very fluid situation. Uh, people were well aware that there was a threat. Uh, the military was was elevated in terms of security as a result of the intelligence that they had that there was likely going to be a suicide bomber attack. Uh, I don't have a feel for why, uh, if, if, if a threat was being observed, then why it wasn't taken taken down as a precautionary measure. Listen, we had the opportunity to provide security in Kabul. It was offered to the senior military commanders, uh, General McKenzie. And what we could have done clearly is made it known to the Taliban, while we were not going to control the whole city, we were going to control the airport. And we don't want you anywhere near the airport. Uh, Your your closest checkpoint will be a mile away, just for argument's sake, so that the airport would never have that chaotic scene that we've seen and and going through uh, multiple checkpoints very close to the airport. It made no sense. We're used to having outer security, not just security at at a tower or a, a wall is what we were left to that that's close in security and it's not very good security and and there was lots of errors made there yeah why did it happen that's the big question why was this why did they allow such them so close it was shocking well i think the thought uh you know the general would have to answer for himself uh and i do agree with his recommendation to the president as the entire military command made was you know, keep the small 2,500 force there. That'll keep uh, the government in place. That'll that'll keep the Iraqis, I mean, the Afghan security forces functioning. Uh, let's not if we pull everybody out, there's a good chance the Taliban will take over. I mean, the president was told all of that by all the military chain of command and by the Europeans. Blinken called him and told him that uh, the Germans and the French and others who were had embassies there. They all wanted to stay, and they would have stayed if the Americans were staying. And they didn't want the Americans to pull out. He, w- The president was told that. He had his own chain of command opposing him. He had his secretary of state opposing him. He had the CIA director Burns opposing him, and all of the Europeans 
uh, opposing, and he still made the decision to pull out. It was a travesty. And it was a disaster, too, at the Bagram Air, Air Base, was it not, the way that was pulled out? And again, that was on orders of the president. I don't think the military was happy the way that withdrawal was done either. Exactly. Yeah. Secretary Gates yeah. was exactly right about Biden's decision-making. He always got it wrong. It's astounding, yeah. though, General Keene, that he did it basically on his own, despite obviously all the advice now, um, and it was repeated yesterday from his military chain of command, uh, that the president acted yeah. sort of unilaterally. I mean, he was told, I mean, I know for a fact, because one of the people who was there briefing him, a military leader, he was told that the, it was a real likelihood that the Taliban and not too long a period of time, but eventually be in charge. And we would be back at a situation we found ourselves in on 9-11 with the Taliban in charge of Afghanistan and al-Qaeda, uh, not a large threat like they were on 9-11, but the potential to grow themselves into a serious threat and also coupled with ISIS. He was told that, and he said, we're pulling out anyway. Uh, you know what's hard, was, you know what's heartbreaking, it, it Jack? Really, uh, go yeah. ahead, Jack. It, it was really a surrender, is, is what it was. And, and what you saw unfold is what retreat and defeat looks like. And, yes, when you, when you retreat and you, and you move out quickly, the, the victor has the spoils of war. He takes your equipment. He takes your territory. He takes everything that you're leaving behind. That's the way wars end in defeat. And that's what we saw right before our eyes. And, you know, that's I was going to talk about it. it. It broke my heart yesterday to see the hearing and to see that Marine. He was weeping on the stand. And he talked sure. about just what you said, Jack, that seven point two billion dollars worth of U.S. equipment. Uh, now they're one of the biggest arms dealers in the world, the Taliban, because they got it. And you know what also broke my heart, Jack? And I feel like when we make a promise um, and you leave someone, you know, my father was a prisoner of war. You know, and so for me, it's very personal, Jack. And 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 for me, I hear this story and we left a hundred thousand allies behind who 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 gave up, you know, gave up everything. And they have now a mark on their back from the Taliban because they were helping the Americans. We left them and other Americans behind. General, how many allies are still there that 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 are hiding? Oh, thousands. Uh, There are thousands there that don't have any option you know, to be able to get out of the country. And they have biometrics on all of our people that work for us because we had we had to keep those kind of tech, technology advanced records on people to make certain that we were not being infiltrated by the Taliban. And they have they it have now. The Taliban has it. All of it. They have all of it. They have the names. So we made it we made it easy for them to track down, hunt oh. down and kill our people. And and they're, and they're hunting them down. Uh, and, and I hate to say it, General, you don't have to say it. I'm going to say it. I hate to say it. It's President Joe Biden's fault. No, it is. It, it is. He owns this whole thing. And I, it's a stain on our national honor. And it, it is something that uh, will be recorded in history as such. And, you know, even though this wasn't the reason for stain, there are strategic implications of the pullout. Afghanistan, we had seven military bases and three CIA bases there. All of that shut down over time. And as a result of that, I mean, Afghanistan was bordered by China, was bordered by Iran, 
and was one country away from Russia. Russia, China, and Iran all wanted us out of there. Did and Pakistan. We don't know where they stand sometimes. And Pakistan, I've long since given up the thought that they're an ally because they, they singularly supported the Taliban in two sanctuaries, even not just with money, but with Pakistan military forces assisting in their training. The CIA had the goods on all of this, and, and we could not get an administration to really take these Pakistanis on. Wow. Well, they, they, were, they were feared that the Pakistani Taliban at some point, if we put too much pressure on the Afghan Taliban that was residing there, that the Pakistani Taliban could get their hands on a nuclear weapon. So that paralyzed us for years. Democrat and Republican administration both, and I think they were flat wrong. Well, you uh, are, uh, I'm telling you, General Jack Keane, thank you for sharing the truth with all of us and all our great listeners here on Cats and Cosby. We love you, and we just thank you always for your service. You're so terrific, General Jack Keane. Well, it's great talking to you and our best-selling author. Exactly. Uh, thank right. you so much, Jack. Do you have a book, by the way, Jack? Do you get a book? No, I don't. No, I Remind don't. me, I'm going to Federal Express your book tomorrow. All right, you're getting a book tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> a hot right. seller. Thank, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, you, General Jack Keane. We so appreciate it.